Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans, featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, everybody? Worlds Collide once again, back and ready for the attack, just like Dokken. I'm Zan Morning <laughs> from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube and the podcast. And that's why, why I like partnering with you, man, because then we can start throwing some cool old school like metal references and stuff like that. Yep. This is awesome. <laughs> Rockin' uh, rhymes I, with Dokken. That's right. <laughs> Rockin' with Dokken, baby. Um, I, I'm Tony. Uh, <laughs> Tony Vella with WrestlingTradingCards.com. Pretty easy to remember you since, you know, you've been using the same name for however long. Uh, I was just telling you about that. Uh, you know, yeah. next year, December of next year will be our 20th anniversary of being a uh, Got to do something big, man. Website. I'm thinking about it. I got to figure it out. People have anybody has an idea on that? Shoot us a message, man. Yeah. Speaking of shooting us messages, if you got questions for the show, uh, go ahead and send those in. Leave us a review, share, subscribe, all of that fun stuff. That's the best way to get new listeners, uh, new people to come from sports cards or just you know here's my here's my hope tony you gotta you gotta jump on me jump on the bandwagon with me on this let's okay. just get wrestling fans let's just start there because the wrestling fans like quit buying your stupid t-shirts buy something that's just gonna go up in value and that's trading no, cards no, no, no. Keep, keep buying your t-shirts but just you know buy a pack or two here man get get um, my, 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 my listen my my wife who knows doesn't follow any wrestling of any kind and, and I sit there, I see that glazed look over her eyes when I start talking about current, anything wrestling going on, especially cards. That's what I talk about. I got her today for the first time today. She is now officially, I just went out there for a, a little break just a minute ago and she's on the app. I'm using the top slam. slam. <laughs> she's all over it. She just sent me a freaking trade request. <laughs> That's, hey, you know, whatever it takes to get people involved, whether it's digital, whether it's physical, whatever, whatever it takes. That's awesome to hear. I, I think it's fun. Yeah, I'm just hoping that, you know, hopefully our content is helping some people, whether they're just now getting in or maybe they collect sports cards and they want to try wrestling because everything else is too expensive or they lost interest, you know, whatever it is. I, I mean, just hope here we are. We're speculating on collectors. Perf- which perfect, is a perfect segue. segue. <laughs> uh, you know, speculation in cards um, or assets, whatever. We're going to, you know, we're going to call them cards today. Uh, it's it's been around forever. I mean, it is the lifeblood of sports cards. Would you agree? Well, I, I'm I'm dumb. So, um, <laughs> what does that mean, speculating? What does it mean to you? I'm asking you, man. I don't know. All I'm right. dumb. <laughs> I would say that basically you be, you believe that something's going to go up in value. That's the most basic you could put it. Uh, that could be a and so in wrestling card terms, that could be a set. It could be a specific athlete, wrestler. Um, you know, maybe Vince McMahon, you think, you know, is he truly the Walt Disney of wrestling? I think he's going to be the most, you know, famous promoter ever. Maybe you go that route. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe you still think Hulk Hogan is it. Maybe you think Roman Reigns. Uh, maybe it's the women's division because they're kind of, even though they've been around for a few years now, they're kind of still the first ones to really do it at that level. Um, you know, TNA or excuse me, Impact. Impact you got the new impact cards coming out that people went ballistic over. Um, yep. You know, we still talking about all in the card sets. So the idea is like, 
looking at these things that are not 1982, 83 all-stars or 85 tops or WCW autographs from 98, 99, looking at things that are not the well-known established blue chips and, you know, trying to just speculate what could happen with these cards. That, that makes total sense to me now. Now I know what that means. See, you're not so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you put it in terms of almost a, a kindergartner. <laughs> so what, I mean, what, we've, we've seen this really start off, I think, in the late 80s, you know, ushering in the junk wax era of trading cards. Yes. And, you know, start with baseball and we've seen it with basketball like Shaq and, um, you know, I don't th- if I wasn't, I was alive, but I was so young. I don't know if people were prospecting on Michael Jordan. Uh, it, it really seems like it started with baseball. And just up until now, when cards have become huge, it's just kind of gravitated. You know, first it was uh, basketball and football. And then it was like, okay, well, what's the first I mean, maybe Marvel? I, maybe I'm wrong, but I think you probably hit it right there. I, I want to say, because I was heavily into uh, card collecting of baseball cards, mm-hmm. a little bit of football. Um, and still dabbling in wrestling because I bought my first wrestling stuff in 86, you know, from 85 tops. And I, but, um, I'm trying to remember, I think 89 Upper Deck is what really, really started everything. I think when that's a Griffey set, right? Yeah, Griffey. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. when people started speculating really on them uh, more heavily. And we saw how that went for the first part of the 90s. Sure. Yep. But you know, long-term, uh, some of the, you know, the Griffey still holds value people. It's, there's still a demand for it. There always is going to be a demand for it. So I remember everything was going crazy that time. I remember like shortly thereafter, it was like Robin Ventura was like the big yeah. speculates like that guy goes, Oh, for like 46 in his debuts like that. And, and I mean, he had a decent career, but you know, I'm still gonna remember him getting his ass handed to him by Nolan, Nolan Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's one of the cons of, uh, you know, speculating and prospecting. We're going to talk about that as we get into this. So sure. is there any kind of other baseline things you think we need to touch on before we get into some pros and cons and kind of jumping deeper into what we're talking about? No, I think that's exactly what we need to do is get into the pros and cons of speculating. It's like that. I think you define what speculating really is uh to those i mean just you kind of like trying to predict you're just trying to predict you know speculating predict put whatever fancy multi you know uh syllable word you want on it's like that you're just trying to you know predict you're just trying to see the future of what you think might be worth something down the road some people will call it gambling but we're not going to say that here that is not a politically correct term that's not a political term yep kind of like wrestling's not fake either so (laughs) it's kind of still real to me (laughs) Still with me, damn it. <laughs> All right. So pros. Uh, first thing I've got is you're getting in at the ground floor in generally, not always, but generally you're getting in the ground floor of a pricing on a specific wrestler. We're going to, again, everything we're talking about here is going to be mainly focused towards wrestling and the terminology and everything. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you see, uh, if you're going after a rookie card of somebody that just came out or maybe they finally hit NXT or they hit AEW, and you can kind of go back and start digging. Okay, did they have any PWG? Did they have any other indie sets that came out? And you're trying to look for those cards. They're a lot of times they're undiscovered, so you're going to get them at the lowest price point possible in general. Generally speaking, yes. Yeah, and, you know, trying to trying to come in right from the beginning of something. Um, you know, that could be anything. I mean, even with tops products like that, when they start slapping that rookie label on things. You know, maybe you want to just go after all those. It's yeah, getting from the beginning is, and even sometimes it's older products, like you said, that no one really knows about yet, or wasn't getting a lot of love 
before. Now all of a sudden it just happens to be getting a little more traction like that. You know, it's just a weird market. Sometimes you nearly never know what's going to end up being popular. Do you have any examples of something that you've done this on specifically? Well, I mean, recently stuff, uh, everything, because the market's so crazy this last year, you know, the last 18 months or so has been really crazy. So, I mean, stuff like that wasn't really looked upon, like we talked about before, those Bendham cards. I mean, you could pick those up all the time for so cheap. Mm-hmm. I mean, just uh, it's still on card. They can buy, yeah, with a figure, figure on it. Mm-hmm. Figure it still, and you can buy them for like five bucks. Right. You know? Uh, which is cheap. Um, I regret that. I told you not too long ago, I went to like this barnyard sale, like they had a trading card sale at a barn and I found this undertaker Bendham that had still, still mint in the card. So I'm like, eh, I don't want to pick it up for $5. <laughs> I should have picked it up. <laughs> I should have picked it up. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, you just don't know. You just don't know. You're, you're just kind of well, like, and I don't mean to, don't mean to cut you off, but I think you should also take a moment here to like, just talk about your perspective of buying the impact set. And well, I bought it for two reasons. One, and this is the one we're talking about right here, this one right here. So this is the new uh, Impact 2021 Series 1 trading cards, which the whole checklist is up on WTC right now. Go check it um, out. Yeah. Um, I bought it for two reasons. One, I bought it for to get the checklist, which you know was stupid in my opinion. I ended up getting the checklist the same day that they released the product anyways. But uh, one to have, and I'll scan the cards probably eventually if I open this up, I'll scan the cards and have it up there. Uh, and two, I thought it's, it's the first new, you know, impact slash TNA, whatever you want to call it, trading card set since 2013. Yeah. And so this is, you know, a little bit of history. It's got Christian Cage in it. You know, he's card number four in this set. Uh, but it's got a mix of, uh, you know, older talent, newer talent. I just thought it'd be kind of cool to, you know, again, I'm speculating. I think it's going to be worth something, you know, going down the road. It's the first one in the series. Limited print also, run too. Limited, limited print run. Only 300, uh, these packs, as they call them, that little card, you know, box. Uh, these packs, only 300 were done. That's it. And uh, that's a very, very small print run. Even for a company the size of Impact, which is, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, arguably like what number three, uh, you know, uh, of the companies out there. Um, it's just, uh, it's a small print run regardless. So it, it's, and they sold out quickly, like within hour, two hours, they sold out. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have that much interest in it. And then at the last second, I was like, eh, you know, I'll check it out. What, what Before I could even make it to the website for just the thought in my head, they're already sold out. So I was just like, ah, whatever. And I was on it when it went live. I was on it maybe uh, not even a half hour, about a half hour after it went live. And I went back and forth and back, added to my cart, took it out of my cart. Added three to my cart, <laughs> took them out of my cart. Added two to my cart, took it out. I mean, I did that. For, and then my wife just goes, just, just buy one, honey. Just buy one. So I, at least you'll have one. You know, she's, you said there's only 300 of these. You might just go ahead. I mean, she doesn't do anything with cards at all. She has to live it through me. It's like that. She, even she knows there's only 300 of them. You might as well go ahead and get one. And I go, right. okay. So I, I bought one. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I should have, you know, I missed, missed out on that boat. But, um, you know, again, though, you got in on the floor. You're not having to go buy that on the secondary market. You just got in at what they're priced at, you know, 30 bucks. That's reasonable for the whole set. Yeah, at the very least, I'm going to be out 30 bucks. And I don't think that this is ever going to go down in value. I don't really think. I mean, it's got an autograph in it. Mm-hmm. It's at, at, for, To me, I think at worst, I would break even. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting. And that's the, you know, you have downside risk with getting in on these things yep. on the ground floor. Because if you're paying... Like seriously, some of these new tops and you, you could pick anybody, um, any of these new tops products, a lot of these rookie cards, you can go out and get for a couple bucks. Yeah. So 
like you're getting that for less than what you could buy like a coffee for at you know your coffee establishment so what downside does it have like yeah, it's, I, an, I it's see, not a, a zero-sum game i see a lot of them for 99 cents yeah you know 99 so, cents another you know another buck shipping so i'm into for two bucks for a card that hey it's two bucks I, you know, I, I throw that kind of money away buying some stupid energy drink or a coffee, like you said, like yeah. coffee, you know? So moving on, and this is something that's, um, I'm going to be really interested to get your take on it. It's actually excited me to do it. And that is having some stake in the game when it comes to some of the more modern names. So let's jump back to your impact set. Uh, does this make you excited to keep track of impact? Does it make you excited to maybe start watching some of these like you would watch sports and the fact that, you know, maybe they start getting more popular, they go on to bigger organizations and you're kind of going along with them for the ride, kind of watching the ups and downs, like you'd watch a stock tracker, or do you just like not really care? I, I'm more of the level of not, you're asking kind of the wrong guy in that kind of sense based on my, obviously my other mm -hmm. business I work with like that. I, I, the interest in the actual product itself, I don't care as a whole, all of wrestling mm -hmm. um, is not a high thing for me. It just isn't. I'm, I, I'm in the market mostly for information because it's a, this was a passion project for me for a long, long time as it was. Uh, I still follow the product through social media. I still follow highlights, almost like kind of watching you know, a sports center, you know, for me, I yep. just kind of watch, uh, I watch it online. So when you have someone like a, you know, a Cardona invading like that, you know, doing something like that. And uh, that's exciting to me. I, that's really cool, man. I, I would have been kind of see, cool to see live. I, I'll watch that video over and over again. So it's kind of a cool moment kind of thing, but I don't, I, I still don't think I'm going to end up watching two, three, four hours of oh, wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not, it's not going to get me to that. Um, I'm excited for the hobby. I'm excited to see that there's new cool things that people who are fans are excited about that excites me because like, wow, I got to get that information put on the website, you know, help collectors know who want, you know, what's what and what, what they're looking for. Um, that's the exciting part for me. So I, I'm a different kind of breed of cat when it comes to that kind of thing. Uh, I don't think this is not going to get me to watch impact. Uh, same as I'm going to be all in on the uh, <laughs> AEW cards. Um, uh, I, I, cause I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's exciting to me as a collector even though, and right. I have to be full disclosure, have not watched a single episode ever of any AEW product at all, other than what I've seen on highlights. Right. Um, I just, uh, it won't entice me to watch product. I can see it though, getting somebody who's like, yeah, this is kind of cool. Oh, you know, Christian, he's still wrestling. Oh, that's kind of cool. I'll go check that out. And like, so I guess let me, let me, let me change the terminology of a little bit. What does it, does it have like, okay, so going back to the impact set, the box you have, is this going to make you constantly be monitoring that stuff? For this particular set, yes. It, it's, so I, you will have so a stake in the game within the hobby, but not I modern stake, product. Exactly. Correct. Gotcha. Yes, you're right. You're right. I will have a stake in the game because I'm interested in knowing what my investment is going to get me six months down the road from now. I'll check it a year from now if I still have this. I don't know what I'm doing with this. I really don't know going forward. I don't know what to do with this. Um, I'm interested in seeing... Um, it makes me want to see what comes next from them as far as mm -hmm. trading cards go. Um, uh, and how is that going to affect my series one when series two comes out and then series three comes out and series, well, how many series are going to come out? You know, what's that going to uh, affect the value of my series one that I bought to me, it's always been, and I've been saying this long time for years. I've been saying this because I used to do a lot of non-sport stuff and people, uh, when I was at Frankenstein collectibles, 
I had a regular customer come in and call me their, their card broker. That's what I was. They'd be like, hey, what's the, what's the latest thing I should buy, Tony? What's we da 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 da? And, and I always had uh, a philosophy and, and terms and things that I thought that didn't work. You know, TV shows work better than movie pr- franchises did because, you know, other than Star Wars, things didn't really do very well on, on the movie side. Whereas on TV stuff, it was more constantly in your face for season after season after season. So Buffy was always Buffy, 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 and Xena, Xena, Xena. It was always popular stuff. So People would ask me what to buy and invest in my, I said, these are the stocks. These things are little two and a half by three and a half, typically stocks. That's what they are. So following what your stock is. And so that's what I'll be interested in, in following this product with. Yeah. So you, I mean, it's still, uh, my, my theory is proven. You still have stake in the game, whether it's the product Correct. or the hobby. So either way, it's good in my opinion, if not both. It's a, it's a, it's a win and win, win yeah. no matter what. Yeah. So I'm either, I'm either going to be invested in my product or the product's going to get me invested in their product. Yep. And I'll flip the script. Uh, this is something recently I've started. I did a video where I was talking about prospecting and modern wrestling. Uh, me and you both know we can Saw go that. find, we can go find the, um, you know, these hidden cards that nobody knew about, about of legends and, you know, but like, and that's fun. That is speculation. That is getting in on the ground floor. Prime example, that is the 98 comic images. I was loading mm-hmm. up on the rock cards in that because I was getting them, you know, a couple of years ago for $5 a piece. Yep. Now they're like 30, 40 a piece raw. So I was, you know, that is speculation. But what I kind of started doing was, you know, everybody's doing that stuff. I can't watch those guys unless I'm going to the network. And I was like, I need something to get me enticed to watch modern, but I'm, you know, if I'm like you, I'm not going to sit through three hours, but I can sit through 20 minutes of highlights yes, and, you know, keep, and, and keep up with it that way. And, you know, every week I can set aside, you know, a small amount of time when like the minute those shows are over, you can go on YouTube and watch the whole highlights of a three hour yeah. show in you know, 30 minutes or so. So I was like, I need something to get me into modern cards. That's also going to help me kind of stay in touch with modern and that's why I started prospecting on Karrion Cross because, like, he just jumps off the page at me as a guy. I'm like, I don't want to mess with this guy. He's just going to kick my head off. Uh, he's, got the, he's got Scarlet with her, with, with him. They can both talk. They both are, like, a total package. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to start prospecting on him. So I started looking at his cards. Um, I'll say I got in on the ground floor, but the ground floor for modern wrestling has now risen a little bit compared to what it used to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I was buying some of his refractors for like five bucks, which, you know, used to, they were like a dollar. I was buying some of his numbered parallel refractors for, you know, 20, 30. I've got the out of 10 finest coming in that I paid like 74, $70 might be, it might sound like a lot, but for a card that's out of 10, it's pretty cheap. It's pretty cheap. Yeah. I, 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 he was someone that uh, I, I was lucky enough to work with him. I got to work with him and Scarlett. We did a signing at the wrestling guy store 2019 i think it was yeah. mm-hmm. and uh super nice guy um and you know I, but i don't follow the product on a regular basis so i didn't f- see the transition of him go oh he got called to nxt and da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. i didn't know that was happening so um 
Well, did you uh, and did you follow him before? Because I I was following him from like the Indies to AAA Impact, only, and then only a little bit, only a okay. little bit, because um, because in 2019 is when I got into, I knew of him. It's 2019 uh, okay. when he came to the store. Uh, he was brought there by someone else, and uh, I you know helped organize it. And so I'm like, who is this guy? And so I went to kind of look him up. So I go, oh, okay. And then he came in and I go, this guy's got a, got a, got a look to him, man. It's kind yeah. of intimidating. And it's kind of with the tattoos like that. And he's got this hot blonde and, uh, you know, and she's, uh, they're like you said, they're both good in the mic and uh, he's got some good in-ring ability. And they're like, just uh, this, I mean, who knows? This guy could go someplace. I, I didn't, didn't invest in him. It's like that. I'm still kind of going after my legend stuff. You know, I just, mm-hmm. I was never, I was never a player collector. So uh, until now, you know, now I'm a player. We'll get into that in just a second. Yeah. But uh, I see what you're going with that. And so I actually watched your episode, which was a good episode. People should watch that. Thank you. Um, and uh, about prospecting on particular, you know, modern stuff was like me, modern stuff. Yeah. I, <laughs> um, but yeah, those are some good characters to look at. Like I agree with all the characters you were talking about that are people to look into. And I thought, man, I kind of missed on the boat on that one a little bit, but maybe not because I did do some homework after your episode. And you're right. Like, his cards are affordable. They're like really affordable to get into, right? And now. it's not just him either. There's like there's so many out there. Whoever you like, I mean. Oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Loomis guy. That do- yeah, Loomis is Chris? great. Yeah. Another another guy. He's got that some something about his look to me yep. is just it it strikes me as like I don't know what it is about it. He just has something. There's it's something charisma. There. Yeah. There's just something there that uh, even just looking at pictures of him because I haven't even seen. I have yet to see the guy speak. Yeah. He, yeah. I just see pictures of him on, on card form <laughs> or something on Twitter. And I go, he just has a look about him. You know, it was my, my slam attack. Oh, that's slam attack. The slam, uh, the top the slam. App, app. Yeah. I see him on that all the time. I, you know, open my random mystery box every time. It's like that. I get him quite often. So I go, there's something about that stare, that blonde hair. I just said, just something about it. I don't know what it is. Uh, but the thing with, I'll say him, I don't, I don't think I have any of his cards, but I, you know, I went heavy on carrying cross. And the thing is now it's like how people speculate with sports. They, they keep track of the, the, the players so they can see what their quote stock. And as you would sure. like to call it, you know, um, going up, going down. So I'm like, I mean, I love carrying cross anyway, but now I'm watching, like I'm watching this pro like I'm not missing a promo. I'm not missing a match. Even if it's just a highlight, I'm going back and making sure I I'm keeping up with it. And you well, know, you're, you're now you're not also you're financially invested in him, right. and you're also now uh, visually invested in him now too as well. So it's right. like you're actually physically watching this person perform on a weekly basis now because that's how much you believe in him and it's like that. And right. From, no, no different than being like you said. If I'm a baseball fan, like a certain player on you know the Rangers or something like that, you know, I'm going to be watching that game to watch my my player play. Or if you own the company stock and you're checking sure. the company numbers, you're checking the stock numbers every day. It's, it's, it's all kind of the same thing. And yep. I've just started having a lot more fun actually being invested in not only modern cards, but the modern product as much as it sucks, uh, able to find just <laughs> one thing that you, you can laser in on and be like, this is it. You know, this is why, this is why I watch. And this kind of transitions into the next thing that's kind of cool about prospecting is like sometimes it can turn into this is two things I want to touch on. Uh, sometimes it can turn into being able to sell those things to then fund uh, PC pieces, or these things could then turn into your new PC. Correct. And I know you've started doing this uh, inadvertently with Kurt Angle. I did. Yeah. 
Like I never had a, a desire to just focus on a particular wrestler, a star, whatever you want to call it, uh, and just like, that's, that's my guy. That's who I'm going to go uh, follow. It's like that. I mean, with someone like a Kurt Angle, who's, you know, his career's done. So it's not like I'm invested to have to go watch his stuff. I, 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 I grew up watching his stuff. So I, I kind of know what I'm getting myself into. It's like that. Uh, I have a little bit more of a, a personal investment in that too, in, in a sense too. But, um, you know, it's just, it's fun. Now it's like fun to go out and find all his cards. You go, I remember that card. I remember that card. Even stuff that's put in like the legend stuff now for newer product. Mm-hmm. That's what gets me buying newer product would be to buy his stuff because he's in newer stuff. Right. Um, but I, I've never been a, a player collector before in wrestling. It's always been about a base set, complete set, that kind of thing. So it's fun for me. So now and I'm I, invested that way. I know you're trying to open the store. Uh, we've talked yeah. about that a little bit, haven't we? Yes, we have. Okay. Hopefully I wasn't breaking any news on here. I know no, we no, talk, no. talk a lot about this offline, yeah. but the, I know, so you're the, a lot of the stuff you have, you're wanting to sell to fund other things in your store or take Correct. those things and put them in the store as inventory. Hypothetically, some of that stuff you may end up selling not for the store. You could then refund into some higher end Kurt Angle pieces. And Correct. that's, that's what a lot of people like to, we, we see it all the time in sports, but that's what prospecting can do is because you're getting in on that ground floor. You're, you believe so heavy into something buying multiples and variations and all that thing. And then when you can flip it, you can be like, okay, well, like I really love carrying cross, but now I just flipped all these carrying cross cards and I can now buy this huge, you know, Steve Austin or Hogan or the rock or whoever. Sure. So that's, that's an angle. But then what happens when you become such a fan that you don't want to sell the cards. Yeah. And all of a sudden you've got a new PC, like a new player collector, a new set, whatever it is. There's nothing wrong about that. It's a win-win situation. I think yeah. you're either up, you're, either you're, 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 you know, stepping up into the next level for something, a higher end thing that you've always wanted to have before you even got involved in this particular character. Or you, like you said, you fall in love with that character. Now I'm like a fan, like, you know what? I'm keeping all this stuff. I really like this guy. I got a really good example for you. Let's go back to the impact set. The way that they're numbered, hypothetically, somebody's like, okay, I'm buying these to flip. All right. So they, they get the first one, but then they realize, you know, you, you the way they're numbered, you're going to have to have more. Hypothetically, let's say there are 10 boxes in and they're like, well, I've worked so hard on this and it's numbered so interestingly, I'm just going to keep a whole set for myself. Exactly. So you, you kind of have the PC that you prospected on the whole way. And maybe you sold some along the way, but the fact is you, you decided you wanted to keep it. That's, you know, becomes your new PC off prospecting. Just, uh, you didn't even realize you were doing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Like it's crazy how it happens. Like I've, I started so many and it's okay to change your mind too. You know, you start some PCs and you decide it's not for you and you can sell that and flip it into other things. And it's okay to change your mind. Even sometimes it's like inventory uh, for a long time. I used to uh, work with a a non-sport uh, seller. He was a dealer uh, out in California, Frank and Sons. And he had everything. I mean, he had all kinds of stuff. He had like, you know, all the comic images stuff from like, not just, not just wrestling, but I'm talking like, you know, Olivia, you know, stuff. He would have, you know, heavy metal cards, Spider-Man. I mean, he had all, I mean, all that stuff, everything, you know, GPK, all that stuff. And um, he had so much inventory sitting in this 2,500 square foot warehouse in Garden Grove, California. It was a lot of stuff that just was never moving. It just never sold. And he'd had it for years and years. He'd have this stuff. And I'm like, why, why are you sitting on it, man? Why don't you just flip it? It's no, there's no investment in it right now. You're not invested in it. It's like that. Other than what you bought it for at the beginning, whenever you bought it for him, you might as well take your dead inventory. It's doing nothing for you. Flip it into something, even at a loss and turn it into something positive. 
Mm-hmm. The same thing can happen with your collection. Just take things that, you know, maybe, maybe you invest in something that uh, in the beginning and thought that there's going to be a home run thing. You know, maybe this is your Robin Ventura card, you know? <laughs> uh, and then uh, it's like, you know what? This guy's not panning out the way I thought it was. Yeah, I'm gonna go Nolan, ahead and just get- Nolan Ryan totally just t- took him out. He's not yeah, a tough just, guy anymore. Yeah, it's, it's not tough enough. He just knocked the value right out of him. Yeah, um, literally. And, and, and literally. <laughs> and so you just uh, you, you just take your loss on that. And then, yeah, you've given away a lot of stuff that you spend a lot of money on probably. And you're turning into something else. That could become a new PC. That could become something like a down payment towards something that you really do like. It, just don't sit on things that you just don't like forever. You know, I mean, it does, it, you're not married. But my problem is. The thing is, you're not married to anything that you get yourself involved in. You can change your mind at any time on what you want to collect and how you want to collect it. Yep. I think it's, a, um, don't, not to get too far off topic, because you actually, once again, you're like king of the segues here. <laughs> you need to change your social media handle to king of the segues, apparently. But uh, not it's to like get too, one. not, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you know, you know, that's all we'll say. That's right. That's right. Um, not to get too far off topic, but like, that's, I almost think that's a better way to approach things is changing your mind because you're, you're constantly, you're not going to end up with like all these collections. You're just continually narrowing, narrowing your focus and almost like a self-sustaining hobby at some point. So you're not even narrowing your focus. Sometimes, sometimes you're broadening your focus. Yeah. Sometimes you're just, sometimes you're just, it says all I do here. It's like that, but then you start, you know, kind of opening your door a little bit more to get involved in more things. Next thing I was like, you know, that's not a bad idea. I might, I might get that impact set now. It's kind of cool. You know, it's got Moose. Moose was a football player. I'm into football. I'm like, who knows? You know, mm-hmm. it, 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 it can go both ways and neither way is wrong. Man, your, your segues are so good. Let's talk about some cons. Cause this is probably the reason, you know, we've, we've made everything about prospecting and speculating sounds so great. And like, you can't lose with this, but there's a lot of ways to lose. There's actually, depending on how you look at it, it maybe a little bit more risky than what you want to mess with. And that's why so many people, uh, myself, you're, you know, both of us included sure. focus so much on legends and vintage. Uh, the first con is the money that you spend on these cards, even though you're getting in on the ground floor, could that, that money accumulated could have been spent on bigger legends cards. Sure. So I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, even, I mean, even buying like, like I don't buy boxes anymore. Uh, especially after you and I talked when we first met, you know, we were talking about boxes, like, you know, that money, you did a video on that. Like, you know, what could I spend my $200 on as opposed to buying undisputed? What could I bought instead of that? You know, uh, cause it's a crap shoot when you're buying a box instead of buying that, not getting anything you really want. And most times not even getting the value of what you paid for that box to begin yeah. with. Might just go out and take that $200 and focus on things that you really do like and want to collect. Um, you know, I, maybe I am a, you know, a William Regal fan. I want to go out and get some William Regal stuff and, you know what? I can get his autograph card relatively pretty cheap, you know, on a heritage Chrome card or something like that, you know, Um, you know, just, and I probably could buy five of those with that $200, you know, (laughs) Um, it's just focus on uh, the things you want to buy. It's like that. And you're going to take losses. You're always going to take losses. No one's perfect on this stuff. Yeah. A lot of times I think when these things don't work out again, not trying to get too off topic, but uh, when, and this is whether it's legends cards that, you know, you think may have a future that people have the kind of undiscovered pricing on them or whether it's kind of the modern stuff. Like in my opinion, when you lose, you learn, you're basically yeah. paying for an education on how to continue to operate in things. But, yeah. um, you also, you know, we're, uh, again, king of the segues one here. 
Um, <laughs> when you, you talked about broadening, and I think that's another thing I, I think people can start getting when they start getting into prospecting and uh, speculating on things, they like, oh, well, this could work, this could work, this could work. And it actually becomes too much. And the yes. next thing they know, they're basically breaking even on everything because like half worked out, half didn't. Meanwhile, they could have the, the point of them speculating was to then flip to get into higher stuff. And they, and they could have just started by taking all of that money they spent on all the prospecting and just bought what they wanted. So Correct. devil's advocate there as opposed to what we spoke about first. But say, again, it also proves a the point. There's just multiple ways to do things. There's no right, exact right way to do, do this. Uh, and again, it all depends on your personal preference too. If you're just strictly an investor, are you strictly in it to, because you're a fan? Do you like just to collect? Uh, are you a little bit of both? Are you taking things to get graded to flip? Are you taking things just to rod to keep? And I mean, there's all kinds of different avenues to take, and, and none of them are wrong. Just you know, have fun with it, no matter what. Uh, leads into the next point. This is like the worst part of prospecting. That's any kind of injuries, mm -hmm. any kind of cuts, or if that talent is just strictly out of sight, out of mind. And, you know, we like, especially with WWE, like you never know when these guys, we've seen all that, those cuts recently. I mean, would you have ever expected Braun Strowman to just get the boot? I didn't. No, I, I didn't either. So a matter of fact, I was surprised. I pulled a Braun Strowman card out of the recent uh, <laughs> tops slam, you know, apps. Like I'm like, wow, I'm surprised they still have that on there. But yeah. Um, uh no because you never know when the cuts are coming and who's going to get cut sometimes you you can't and that's again speculating you can spec like you know how does jtg still last all these years you know I mean, yeah uh i mean we joke about it i mean i like the guy but i mean you joke about it um but it, it hurts it does hurt it's like that and injuries too but injuries i think in wrestling are different than injuries in other sports so you know what else is good about wrestling i just thought of too actually you're just talking about jtg with wrestling there there's no hypothetically there's really no age limit and there's no time frame so right. with most of the sports they have a very small window frame of what they can and can't do as far as you know their prime and their their peak of performance and when they can win championships and so on i mean you're but talking about in sports man you're talking you're talking guys that get people who speculate and prospect on some of this talent uh, that is a much higher, again, gambling form. If you want to use that term, mm -hmm. you're, you're, I mean, some of those guys, uh, they're, they're in basketball, especially they got these guys, you know, like, uh, was it Luca? So like, I mean, mm -hmm. you get these guys, you know, do two, three, $4 million cards now. It's like that. And I've said it before. These guys are one Achilles injury away, becoming a $40 card. Yep. <laughs> and then we're, we're, we're in wrestling. It's different. I have a guy who breaks his leg or something like that. Yeah. He's out a year. But he can still come back because they, they can be pushing him hard again, you know? Yeah, and that what if, you know, what if it goes from $1 to $100, he breaks his leg, it goes to $50, uh, he gets released, it goes to 20 and then all of a sudden he ends up with some other company and it goes to 200 you know? That's that's a good thing with wrestling. Yeah, I mean, even if he went down to 20 you still came out $19 ahead, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and again, with cards, um, again, perfect segue here to the next thing. It's a zero sum game. So even if you want to call it gambling, you still have the physical tangible card at the end of the day, regardless of yeah. what it's worth. So, um, you know, better than just throwing money on a horse or something, I guess. I don't sure. know. Um, yeah, and absolutely. Then the last thing is this is the most important part of anything is, are you okay getting stuck with those cards? 
if they never go up in value and go to essentially, you know, next to nothing. Teach their own, I guess. Right. I'm still sending a bunch of stuff that probably at one time was in demand for something. Uh, but on the flip side, I also got a bunch of stuff that nobody cared about that also everybody wants. Yeah. So to me, it's a wash for me on my end to, to wash. I was so uh, heavily invested in collecting at the time, you know, that. So do you I, think it's a wash because you collected, like you had the knowledge and you collected so many things? But I didn't collect because I was looking to sell. I always just collected because I collected. I collected because I loved it. I was a, I followed the product. Mm-hmm. I also collected. I loved the cards. I collected cards forever. Uh, so to me, it was always a win. It didn't matter to me. I had no intentions like, hey, is my uh, 98 superstars rocking be worth some money one day? I didn't care. I just didn't care. You know, now I have a different mindset, a different perspective to, on it now. So I, now I don't care so much to collect it. I care a little bit more about, about investing now. It's a, just an interesting discussion. You know, there's uh, people in the hobby that say you, you only need to buy what could potentially rise in value and, you know, collecting what you love will only gets you so far. Uh, you know, nobody wants their collections to go to zero. Uh, well, you're a prime example of you didn't care if it went to zero. I didn't care. Uh, it, it, yeah, I, I can, I'm not trying to speak for Chuckster, but I can pretty much say that Chuckster doesn't care too. I bet you he doesn't care either. He's strictly in it for the love of collecting. He loves to collect cards. He has no intentions of ever selling his, his collection. And uh, look at the massive collection that he has of some amazing, amazing stuff just because he loves collecting. It's a thrill of the chase for him. And just like how I was, you know, uh, just chasing down card sets, looking for that elusive, you know, chase card that to complete my set and then having it, feeling a sense of accomplishment and moving on to the next one. Uh, with no desire to sell. I think one thing that you can now relate that, well, we can both relate to now that because you're collecting the Kurt Angle cards is once you start the player collection, you don't really care. Like it's, it's care. all the chase. Like, it's all ch- I mean, all of it is, I mean, you, you focus because you're like, listen, I, I'm looking at value as well. It's my guy, you know, but I'm going to go out. I really want those parallels because they're limited. They're cool to have. It's my guy. You know, there's a little bit of value in there just, in, you know, just in case, you know, something nasty happens down the road. <laughs> like I got to get right. rid of it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all of it is just common cards. Like I can get those all day. Cause there's, you know, there's tons of them. I want the limited stuff. Look, that's what I'm going after. But I see, fun. I still like on player collections. I still like the common stuff because me, it's, I mean, it's me so too. cheap. And if you don't have it, then Hey, but most of the stuff I already have in base sets. So I don't want to break my base sets up just to pull out the Kurt Angle cards. Makes so sense. I will probably go out and like, I'll find like a Kurt Angle trading card lot and just buy that mm-hmm. lot. Cause it's all right. like all common cards. And maybe Which, they'll throw in like one parallel in there. You can do that a lot with the prospecting too. Again, that's how I got a lot of my carrying cross cards is people are just yeah. looking to get rid of them. Cause it's not, you know, Charlotte flair or Rhea Ripley or something. So they, at the exactly. time they're not thinking about it and you can get a lot of value. So Talked about some pros and cons and ways to collect. We covered quite a bit of ground on this episode. Yep. Anything else you want to talk about as far as speculating on future wrestling stars or future modern wrestling cards, or even there's still vintage you can prospect on. Um, do you have anybody that you would think of going to the vintage thing? Is there anybody vintage wise that you think is grossly undervalued that this is such a good question. I've, I've been asked this so many times and there's so many names. I mean, right off the bat, Rock and Roll Express, like just right off the top of my head, um, Midnight Express, like they, those are the, that's tag team wrestling. They basically like took tag team wrestling with the Road Warriors, of course, to to Stratosphere. But nobody, like half the people, don't even know who they are because they're not that Ultimate Warrior, the Ric Flair, the Hope. You know, there's sure. 
basically, if you're not those top guys, I think th- there's so much room, even, you know, Jake, the snake, there's another one, like not a lot of hobby love, uh, Ricky steamboat, not a lot of hobby love. I could yeah, just hobby keep... love like that too. Like, I think like Rick rude, not a lot of hobby yeah. love, Mr. Perfect, not a lot of hobby love. Right. I'm big fan of those guys. Yeah. My, my hope is that, you know, at some point wrestling cards become so much like sports cards to where there's a player collector for everybody. Cause if you, if you get, if you start talking to some of these guys in the sports card world, you'll find out these, you know, I collect this team. Well, that team sucks, but Hey, they're that they, they love the team. So they're all about it. So I'm hoping like at some point, does everybody start going like I would, you know, I'm an ultimate Z man fan. I'm going after all of his cards. I like Brian Pillman. I like doink. I like, uh, you know, Magnum TA. That's, that's my, that's what my hope is. Is it eventually. I, I, I draw the line. If anybody's like an Iron Mike Sharp fan, I just draw a line there. Oh, there's got to be one, somebody <laughs> out there. You? I liked Iron Mike Sharp. He was my, I, I just loved watching him every Saturday morning, man. <laughs> I don't dislike him. I just think there's, there's, you know, that's what I want to see though, is I want to see somebody out there. It's like, hey, I'm a, I'm a Mike Sharp player collector. Like, that's my guy. He might only have a handful of cards, but that's who I collect. I, I, I just so much, so many different guys. I mean, we can speculate on all the future stuff like that, but like you said, there's older stuff too. We can talk about that doesn't get the love that maybe down the road could start getting some love. I don't know. Yeah. I, I would think that some like this, I mean, you would think that somebody like dark side of the ring uh, things and stuff like that would probably shine a spotlight on something like that would cause somebody to want to go out and buy those things, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't know. Have you seen that? Has that affected the market at all? A little those bit. Yeah. Um, I, I think I, we spoke on it. The, the first thing that I noticed was the, when the Brian Pillman ones came out. Uh, oh, yeah, every, you said you sold all your Brian All of them, and, and they were low-end cards. I think most of them, almost all, there was like one or two Impels, and most of them were all the 95 WCW, which isn't even a rookie card. It's a cool card, but yeah, um, but yeah somebody bought all of them, like all in one shot. There was like eight or nine of them. They just bought them all at once. So it is, nice. but, you know, uh, who knows? Is that speculation? Is that a collector? It doesn't really matter. But I don't know, but it, it was exciting. And I just hope that continues, especially with, you know, the more obscure stuff that they're doing. I'm hoping that that kind of picks up in value with some of those talents. So, yeah, me too. Me too. Anything else before we close out today? No, nah, anything else that's on this topic? No more on this topic. But uh, let everybody know that uh, WTC is up live and running and fully interactive. Checklist galore, more being added daily. Uh, I think with the help this time to go around, because um, I, I plan on doing an episode at some point where we can talk about more about the history of WTC from its where it came from before it was WTC into WTC, the time it went away to what it is now. Uh, but things are much different now than what they were before in the sense that I almost have a team of people this time now that are actually helping and sure. assisting, which is so awesome to have. And uh, people that I, I trust, that I rely on. Uh, that are just not throwing information just to throw it out there kind of thing. They're, they're people who actually do the homework. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, well, hey, I got this Ted Turner autograph card. Yeah, I got it. I seen it. I know it exists. I just, I, I'm not doing that. I, I've never done that unless you have full evidence. I'm, I'm not adding it to the site. <laughs> um, sure. But it's just nice that things are growing. Every day, new checklists are going on. Uh, I encourage people to start using it again. Uh, unfortunately, you know, images aren't up there just yet, but uh, those are coming down the road. Um, you can go on there and make comments to every checklist you want, uh, interact. Uh, there'll be, uh, columns being written by some really, really good writer, uh, talking about the hobby. Uh, that's a break for you right there. 
Um, but uh, it's just, uh, things are moving, they're doing good. And so I'm really happy and proud of it. Uh, it's a long time coming when I start getting messages from people who said, you know, I, someone sent me a message one time through Twitter saying, uh, you know, I've been waiting seven years to see what I saw this morning. And that was updates and all these new checklists. That's awesome. It's like, I, I've been checking the site. He says he's a creature of habit, this particular person. Um, check the site every day. It's part of my normal routine to go and check. It's like that to see what's going on. And it's just habit for me. I'm a very creature of habit. And it's like, uh, it was uh, nice to see that for the first time in seven years, something I like that made it all worth it right there. Once again, uh, here are perfect segues, segue king number one. Um, <laughs> a lot of these new, new sets that people are, you know, speculating, prospecting on, you're, you're slowly going to have those if you don't already. And that's, I've, that's a- I've added, uh, I think with Chuckster's help, we have added, we're coming up on a hundred sets. Not all, it's not all independent stuff, but it's probably 40, 45 of those sets are independent card sets. And what's the, what's the, if you can remember real quick, what's the time frame on the years that those span? Uh, a lot of stuff from 2016 to, uh, to current stuff. So that's right in the ballpark of a lot of the modern well, stars. All modern, yeah. it's, it's all modern stuff. I mean, there's a couple sprinkled here and there in 2014 and maybe one in 2015, I think, if I remember correctly. But the bulk of it really started with that PWG set in 2016. And then every promotion and their mother is out putting out card sets. And some are, you know, really amazing quality cards. I mean, they're just, yeah. these are great cards. Um, and, and what's funny is a lot of them, these modern cards for independent stuff are paying homage to older cards. Yes. I love it. <laughs> which is, which is so great. Um, and uh, so yeah, Chuckster, who's the king of independent card sets and Paul from the wrestling uh, card price guy, those guys are the Kings of independent stuff. And uh, they've been so instrumental in getting that stuff out there. Print runs, how they're distributed official check. I mean, everything it's, it's all there. It's all up there now. And I encourage people to check it out. If you find a problem, a discrepancy, a typo uh, spacing issue, feel free to hit that contact button and uh, contact us and let us know. And that's what I was going to kind of pile on was if you, based on our episode, if you're wanting to prospect and vintage stuff, that's maybe undiscovered modern wrestling, indie sets, whatever it is you're into. If you want to start speculating, WTC is the place that's going to be able to sort it out for you, make it easy for you to understand, you know, what's the first card, what set is the first set. And once again, as we close, tell everybody where they can find that information and where they can send you questions and reach out to you on social media. Everything is going to be all contacts for uh, social media. Everything would be uh, Facebook and you guys got me on Instagram now. Thanks. So uh, <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I'm not on MySpace or AOL Instant Messenger. Uh, one of these days. Yeah. yeah. One of these days. I'll see you I in the chat. There. I'll see you in the chat room. One of these days. I was on there dating people back in the day, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different topic. Um, uh, yeah, so everything's on wrestlingtradingcards.com. Everything on the bottom of every page is all the links to social media, YouTube channel. Uh, everything is there. Di- uh, the Discord group, which is the yes. only, which I'm blown away by, is the only Discord group that's de- 100% devoted to wrestling cards. My understanding is there's other Discord places that you can talk a little bit about wrestling, but there's like baseball and basketball, all kind of. Mm. This is the only group devoted to 100% wrestling cards. Yep, to my knowledge as well. Yeah. So uh, everything's there. You can contact me through any any of those pages. You can check me out at Zan Morning on most social platforms. Uh, reach out to us once again. Let us know if you have any questions. We can answer them on the show. We can have Q&A shows. We can just throw them into random 
shows that we're doing. We're always here to help any questions you have, or if we screwed something up, let us know. Uh, leave a review. Let us know what you think, what you like, what you don't like. Make sure to share it with anybody that's a wrestling fan, uh, anybody that likes sports cards. And I think that's it. And until next time where we do a uh, new, we're going to start a new podcast. It's going to be called Worlds Collide After Dark, where Tony talks about his dating stories from the AOL <laughs> chat rooms. Until that starts up, I'll see you guys. <laughs> Later.